Family from the Heart, Episode 9. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And today we are going to continue our discussion of this wonderful book by Gary Chapman titled The Five Love Languages. What's the subtitle of that book, by the way? How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. Exactly. And so, of course, oh, you know what? I just, I think I just accidentally... There we go. So now we have them. And then what was last okay. week's? Okay. So I'm, I'm pulling so, up here real quick. Okay. Last the, week's was receiving gifts. It was? Yes. Oh, okay. So here we and are. And before that was quality time. Before that was words of affirmation. This week is acts of service. Acts of service. Yes. All right. Now, okay. I want to just start off by saying if you guys have not listened to any other episode prior to this one, you want to go back to, I think, what is it, episode number three? Episode three, I believe, is where we started the book. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage you to go back from the beginning and start there because it's really going to help you understand this content that we're going through. And this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. And you know what? Even if you're not married, there is good stuff in here in the context of expressing love in relationships. In other relationships. Obviously, we speak about all of these love languages in the context of marriage, but... It's applicable one way or the other. And I think you could easily find ways of application in other areas. Yes. Alrighty. So today we are, of course, you know, we read tonight the acts of service. And Stephanie, tell them the story about what happened this week. The story of, okay. (laughs) Um, I I honestly, I believe that our family has been under attack this week. Um, Normally we would, we would read and record this podcast on a Monday and here we sit Thursday night um, an hour before we're due to start watching Grey's Anatomy live um, so that we can do do that season finale um, podcast which we're really excited about and it it just seems that now this this podcast is very important to us and this this book has been um, very very important to our marriage not only to our our podcasting and it just seems like something has come up every day and yeah. it just keeps getting put off and it just keeps pu- getting put off. And I told Cliff earlier today or yesterday, maybe, I don't remember. Um, I think it was today. Mm-hmm. I said, do you realize that that I believe our family is under attack because this is my love language? Yeah. And... Um, so I've I've been having you know my own struggle this week in um, in accepting the fact that I just had to be patient to wait for for you know to finish this right. And so now for those of you who are not aware what we mean by under attack, uh, it's not like necessarily like there are like soldiers outside our house and. You know, we're, we're taking shelter. <laughs> we're, we're talking about spiritual attack. And, and, Absolutely. and yeah. if, if you haven't kind of picked up on this, Stephanie and I are both Christian yes. and and we believe in the forces of evil that work against the forces of good and all that good stuff. So anyway, we, I, I would I would have to have to agree with you that our time has been Mm-hmm. distractions have been thrown and and not and that any the, of them have not been not, th- none of them have been bad nope 
or without merit. Is that the right word? That's uh, matter of fact, okay. it is the same word I was going to choose for, to end your sentence for you. So okay. at least it fits. So if the shoe fits. So none of them have been bad or or without merit, and great things have come from each thing that each distraction has each come distraction with other... but the fact is is that they were distractions exactly they were things where um this podcast has a specific date and time date and time on our calendar mm-hmm. and things kept coming up to push that off and, exactly and so you know it's just i think that it's I think that it's responsible to to acknowledge the fact that yes it is an attack and to kind of to to kind of just spit in the face and and say, you know, here we are. Yeah, no you doubt. Know? It's like we're, we're getting away we're getting ready to go away for 4 days mm-hmm. and you are not going to put this off so that we're 2 weeks behind, you know. Right. I mean there was a Not you as in you cliff but you is in in satan yeah the deceiver exactly and, and i'll tell you what right now we do not have the time to record this podcast no our kids are out back playing yep they are they are all um I, i'm waiting for any moment to someone come in screaming or you know fighting or, or anything but um but we really are it is important and we're not going to rush through it but we're just sharing with you where where we're coming from. Exactly. We know? this this is the real us, and and you guys have heard our kids come in and interrupt us during prior recordings and stuff like that. But this this is a priority, and and of course, off, 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 not only is it a priority in our marriage, but it's it's also believe it or not, this is a financial decision of ours. It you is. know, we can't put these things off. Uh, not necessarily that there's a hard and fast rule of no, exactly when. No, but we've made when, a commitment. But we made we made a commitment to ourselves as as far as the release date and time, and and the fact is, is Mardell dot com mm-hmm. has has already they prepay a month in advance for four episodes, and of course they they don't mind when those four episodes are. But for us, we've made a commitment. We've made a one. commitment to us to ourselves of when those four episodes would be right. recorded and so and released exactly so. and so here we are we are we're fulfilling our commitment and we acknowledge that the reason why it's this late is because of an attack of satan and and i or of the evil forces that are around and you know what i don't think it was just an attack to keep me from having a better understanding of your love language but stephanie I, you read this chapter as you do each week now i did because you you i think you find yourself less distracted as you read and i'm able to hear you and stuff so that that makes it kind of nice did i just see a head peek I, in? I don't yeah, know it was megan okay. hello megan uh, would you would you do me a favor and just make sure that we don't get super inter- interrupted and yeah. make sure your brother and your sister don't get into anything? Okay, could you go and um, I'll I'll take care of it. Okay. All right, and now we are not one of those couples or Christian people that say, "Oh, that was an attack of Satan right there." No, no, no we don't no. blame everything. But that that is that is our family. That, that, that was you just, know we have a three year old outside showing her body parts to the neighbor's two year old. You know that's got to be dealt with in yes. a timely manner. So I took care of that, and now we're back. Anyway, what I was going to say, Stephanie, is you know I read. Okay, first of all, one thing we're not going to do in this episode. I, I'm hearing my. Am I hearing myself through your microphone? I don't know. Anyway, one of the things we're not going to do 
in in this episode that we kind of have done in the past is read a lot from the book. Right. And that is because we definitely want people to... Are they knocking on the window just, behind me? Just McKenna. She's not knocking. <laughs> she's, she's looking in. Okay. Well, let's just move forward. Okay. Okay. If you ignore it, she'll go away. I know. Or she'll come down, which I think she's doing. Okay. Well, anyway, what I was saying, though, Stephanie, is that you were reading this chapter. I was. And this, oh, I was going to say, we're not going to read all this stuff, but I'm going to say definitely you have to get this book because I would have never guessed this, but I would say that I'm going to have to question whether or not acts of service may also be either my number one or number two love language. Okay. I, I'm, I never would have guessed it, but when I read the story and and heard the of the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Mark and Mary. Mark and Mary. Just okay. go ahead and tell them a little bit about the story. Just, I mean, okay. as brief of a summary as you can give, with still giving the point of okay. what happened. Okay, young couple been married two years. Um, through their through their courtship, they were um, they worked side by side, kind of in everything. She was still in high school, so she had school projects and 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 work and and chores at home that that he helped her with, and. Um, and, and so they, they did. They worked side by side through their courtship. And then once they were married, he had an expectation of what a wife would look like. Based upon. Based upon his mom. Exactly. Which is, which is how most of us base our expectations of our spouse mm-hmm. is, is by what we see in our parents. And, um, and so he began after after they got married he began to not help her anymore and she began to resent the things that she did for him and not do a lot of the other things that that were important and um what we found out through through Mark and Mary was that both of their love language both for both of them their primary love language was acts of service but they spoke different dialects so even though they were doing things that they thought were important they weren't the things that were most important to their spouse. Right. Well, the thing is, is they were both very critical of each other. And so, and, and of course they came up to Dr. Chapman and, and they said, we just cannot, is it possible for a couple to stay successfully married and not agree on anything? Meaning that they thought that everything, what? Nothing. Why? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just thinking that that you asked me to share briefly, and I did, but I'm thinking that I didn't share the right briefly parts, so now you're going to go back and fill in the story. (laughs) I'm not going to fill in the whole story. (laughs) No, I'm just, it was just funny. It was just funny. I was thinking, I was thinking of a different part. Okay. You know, I I was, matter of fact, it's funny because I I wasn't even thinking about the whole behind the, before you got married story. But for me, the, the part that stood out to me was the fact that they overly criticized each other for their lack of showing love right and basically dr chapman in this book had a wonderful expression of how he came to under under cover of what the real issue was and by asking some questions and what is it that you know would express love to you and and is ultimately what it got to and but but basically or no he says what you know tell me how where you disagree where where is it that you feel you guys are what's what's your main complaint basically Mm -hmm. And both of them were complaining about the lack of things that they were doing for each other. Right. So as and you had kind of touched on some of that, but some of them was, you know, he never helps me 
do, do the this. dishes. He, he right. never does this. And he and she he expects was, me to wash the car once a week. Exactly. And and she's like, she expects me to do this. She expects me to do this. And she doesn't do it. And one of the things that I really was spoke what really spoke to me in this one is, you know, there are two things. Number one, the gripes that you have against your spouse may be an indication of what your love language is. Or he actually said it the other way. The biggest criticism that your spouse gives to you may be an indication of their, of their love. emotional need. Exactly. But it, and, and I hate to say this, but it, I started to think to myself, what are the greatest criticisms that I have? Of my wife, of Stephanie, and I'm not going to share them here because that's not you what you could do. <clears throat> that okay, that's fine. But, well, the thing is, is that because we're not going to have time for you to tell them to me. No, <laughs> later. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but anyway, the thing is, is that um, they they what what I <clears throat> excuse me if I, if words of affirmation were were was my number one love language, mm-hmm. then my my biggest gripe would be she doesn't say thank you for the things I do. She doesn't. She she doesn't ever you know she never really takes that she she misses opportunities to to speak kind words about me in front of others that those would be my main great gripes and complaints right. now those things are issues for me but they're but they're well below some of the other gripes and complaints that I mentally have in my own mind that I don't always express or when I do express I do a terrible job of expressing them. Uh, so, so what I'm thinking is words of affirmation actually, I think just got moved down to number two Okay. and, and really when it comes down to it, it's, it's, it's this issue of, and, and I think it, I, I know for a fact yours is, yours is words of, or work acts of service. And I'm thinking you and I both have the same one and we have, we, what's their name? The couple Mark and Mary. I think I'm Mark and you're Mary. I really do. Okay. And there, cause I always hear you, you're, you're always, I always hear and feel like I'm hearing, he never helps me with the dishes. I'm always doing the laundry. I'm always doing this and I never get any help. And of course, I sometimes feel like, well, I'm working and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And when I do do this, I don't get a thank you. All I hear is sometimes, you know, you're not doing this. Whereas that comes in with my words of affirmation. It's like, you know, I feel like sometimes. Well, didn't I, didn't I say last week? Or, or when we talked about words of affirmation, I don't even remember when I talked about it, but but several weeks ago even said that your love tank should be overflowing because I have made a point to speak words of right. affirmation, but yet here you sit still feeling like you have an empty love tank or not an a depleted e- not, not an one, empty you know? one, but I don't feel it brimming to you right. know, brimming over. And and because what basically what Mark said in this book is that you know in his mind uh, the way that he would feel love is being communicated with him he mentioned a couple things what are some of the things he mentioned Marks were um, to to make the bed mm-hmm. to have the baby's face wiped down clean when he got home and um, to have the shoes put in the closet and to have dinner started. When he got home, so they could eat right. within thirty to forty-five minutes. Right, and so so the dinner one's not like mine, but the but the other ones, uh, I remember m- multiple times coming home, and I'm just like, you know, what's up with Matthew's face? What's up with McKenna's face? And not, I, I trust me, the one thing I do understand and I know is just how busy a stay-at-home mom is, you know, and 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 I can understand the vantage point. I can understand the perspective of a of a stay-at-home 
mom situation where the husband works all day and has no idea of what's going on and then all of a sudden comes home and is like, what have you been up to? Because, you know, it's very easy to to get caught into that. But I tell you what, putting yourself in their shoes for even two or three days, you can really, it's like, wow, the the fact that the kids are still alive is is a miracle in and of itself. And so trust me, I'm not saying any of this to complain. I'm just saying, that uh, when when it came down to it, it's like, man, well, okay, I apologize. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. This isn't about Go you. Ahead. All I'm saying is I'm apologizing to the listeners. Okay. I apologize because I feel like we're just all over the place. And maybe that's me uh, because wow, this is just hitting. I am still processing everything right. we just read. But one of the things, so, so they both agreed that they had things that they were frustrated with the, their spouse based upon what they were not doing or, you know, basically that's it. And Dr. Chapman suggested something to them. And I'm like, wow, I wonder what would happen if we did that. Mm-hmm. So so let me explain real quickly. Um, well, not real quickly. I mean, we'll take our time. <laughs> this is, <laughs> where are we going to go now, right? Right. So anyway, um, the situation was, as Stephanie said, they were arguing, complaining, they felt like they had nothing that they could agree on. Expectations were way out there for both of them and just all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, Dr. Chapman understood that they both have this issue of their love languages being acts of service, but they right. weren't communicating to one another in the same language. And he did something. He pulled out note cards and he says, here's one for you. Here's one for you. I want you to take the four things that you believe if if she was to do for you or he was to do for you, what are the top four things that they could do to communicate love to you? And so do you remember what some of those were? For Well, I already said Mark's. Okay, what was Mark's? Say, uh, you said it, say it again okay, for me. Mark's were um, to make the bed every day and to have the baby's face washed when he came home and to have um, the shoes put away to have them put in the closet and to have dinner started. Okay. And of course he, and Dr. Chapman, I love what he said. He says, you understand, uh, he said this to, what's her name? Mary. Mary. He says, Mary, you understand that you don't, you don't have to do these things, but if you choose to do these things, Mark will accept them as a communication, a communication of of love, of your love to him. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how he will receive those things. Right. And, of course, then Mary's were, do you remember her four? Mary's were um, washing the car. But, or, as, actually, washing the car wasn't a really big deal. Washing the car yourself. Yes. Because that was... It, instead he, of expecting me to do it. Exactly. That, that is what, that is what it was. he was the one who wanted a, wa- a, a, a clean car. Right. And she... <laughs> he was expecting her to clean his car. I'm like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... He wanted a clean car. She said, I'll tell you what, it would communicate love to me if you were the one who were doing this one. Right. Okay. Um, Cutting the grass. mow the grass before it gets so tall she's embarrassed of their yard. Exactly. Um, And I I love that hers were more 
um, hers were more verbal. Like his were just plain out, you know, wash the baby's face and yeah. put the shoes in the closet. But hers were, so you know, this- I wish that you would, you know, I wish that he would wash the car instead of expecting me to do it. And um, and then, you know, sharing that I wish he would mow the grass before it got so long that I was embarrassed of our yard. And um, so that, and to change the baby's diaper when he got home in the afternoon. While I'm fixing while dinner. While I'm fixing dinner. It's, no, and especially if, if, I'm, right. if I'm fixing dinner. And her fourth one, I'm going to, was to vacuum once a week. Vacuum once a week. Vacuum once a week. Okay, so basically a lot of help. And and he said the same to her. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do these things, but. To him. You don't have to do these things, but Mary would accept them as, receive them as, as communications of your love for her. Exactly. And so. And what's amazing to me is that when the complaints were happening, when the art, when he was, when they were talking about disagreements, the husband talked about all the things that she didn't do, mm-hmm. and she complained about all the, all things, the things he, he did, did do instead of instead of those things. So basically, it seemed like uh, it, there were, we were going to talk about two people with two different love languages, but you they know, but they weren't because they were speaking different dialects. She was like, "He's out hunting. He doesn't go to church with me at night. He doesn't do this, and and he does this." But instead, it was like, wait a second. You know, it's it, why do you have a problem with hunting? It's not that I have a problem with hunting. It's the fact that he goes hunting while he expects me to do all these things. And he, I wish he would just do this. I wish he would do this. Mm-hmm. I wish he would do this. And so um, what he did is he said, okay, here's, here's these cards, these four things. And they said, you know, why don't you commit to the next two months to doing these four things for each other? At, not out of obligation, but as a means of saying, I love you to the other person. That sounds like we should pause and go check and see what's going on upstairs. Probably. And we're back. Okay, so you were talking about how um, Dr. Chapman had suggested that they take the four items that they had written on the note cards and doing those for two months and right. see where that gets you. And see where that gets them and see if that doesn't turn things around for them. And what I really like that he said is like, okay, after you, after two months, after two months of doing just these four things, then you might want to discuss the possibility of adding other things to the list through talking these things out. However, he suggested that you never add more than one per month. So you're not right. like, oh my gosh, oh, this is Here great. Here we go. <laughs> Bless you. Ah, thank uh, you. There wasn't enough time to pause. Was no, there? I was going to pause and I was like, you know what? That would just be taking the real authentic real life right. out of the podcast. So I decided to leave the sneeze in. That was a loud one. That was an editorial decision right there on the fly. You know, you got to be okay. able to do all these things all at once. And So anyway. So, yeah. No more than one a month. No more than one a month. And what was the other thing? What was the other thing? I had one more thought on that in my mind. And I don't remember it now. Okay. I think I just sneezed it right out. So anyway, I was just going to say that it's like, wow, that is huge. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, because we had we had a conversation like this back at the marriage conference. And I remember it being brought up not necessarily as this love language, mm-hmm. but expectations. Expectations. Communication. It was when we were doing, we had done some sessions on communicating our expectations to one another. And never in the context of acts of service mm-hmm. specifically, but just our, what, are, what are we expecting? Oh, I know the other thing I was thinking of. One of the, th- okay. One of the things that I think one of the spouses had mentioned was that um, 
before they didn't want to do those things. They they no longer had any feeling of doing or any motivation to do those things because no matter how much they communicated love through acts of service. No how much I try, it's never enough. Exactly. No matter if I do this, no how much if I, I do, do this, it's never enough. If I do this, if I do Mary this. said that. Yes. So Mary said, no matter how much I do, so I just I, don't do anything. And so I just don't do anything. That's exactly it. And so I'm I've just been Mary. What what is what are the four things that you guys can both agree on that say, listen, if they go out of their way to do these four things, wow, I will my love tank. I will consider my love tank filling up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Sure. There's going to be a whole list of other things that would be great. But I know that if they these oh here's the thing it's like what are the four most important things to you and it's like how do you I mean how do we not communicate this to each each other right you know I mean where is the lack where's the breakdown I mean it just makes sense it's like you know because I'm sitting here thinking it's like Cliff I would love I, I know you would say I would love it if you would empty the dishwasher or if you would do the dishes every now and then or if you would do this or if you would do this. And I and then all of a sudden over time I'm hearing if you would just do a whole lot of things and I'm like I don't have enough time in the day to do all of those things so I'm just not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But if I could just say, you know, if we could come to an agreement of what are the things that are most important to us because here's the deal. I might choose to do something that I think is really important to you and I go for it and I go for it and I go for it and I'm doing it and it's like all you do is like there's something over here that I'm not doing that you think is very important and you're like I wish he would do this and I'm busting my butt off over here. Right. And and all you're thinking in your mind is I really wish he would do this. I mean why can't he just help me here? Right. And here I am. I'm doing all this over here. And with, you know, words of affirmation, I think now probably being my second love language, I'm waiting for a huge, gigantic thank you. And like the, you know, husband of the year award and the local wives club, you know, announcement, I you know, for doing what I'm doing over here. And I'm not getting anything because your most important thing is over here. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a breakthrough. I can tell you that this is not going the way I expected. Why? Because I was not supposed to read that chapter and find out that it was your love language. Oh. You were supposed to realize that it's my love language and anyway. But no, it's kind of cool. No. I, it's kind of cool. I'm just like, how is that fair? <laughs> I've waited all this time and all he's doing is talking about himself. No, how is that fair? So I'm not talking about think, just myself. I have been talking. But just now I switched. I ju- Didn't you hear how I, I just switched gears? I did. So I, I'm like, okay, I want to know not the top 15 things that you wish mm-hmm. I would do. Mm-hmm. I want to know the top three or four things that you would want me to do to communicate love to you. And let's let's sit down and talk about these. Okay. This weekend, we're going to the Smoky Mountains. This would be a great time because, you know, I think it's something we should probably sit, spend more than 10 or 15 minutes I on I already thinking. know what my number one is. Well, tell me. You want, right yeah, now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I need you to be available to come home from work so to speak three nights out of the week okay including sunday being your day off so sunday sunday is your day off all day you are are with us and part of our family but i need three nights a week where you come home from work because i hear your greatest complaint is our children's attitudes and they do this and they're they're showing disrespect here and all I hear in that is that I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that and I'm not doing this because 
most evenings and and this is just the way it has been i'm not i'm i don't want you to think that i'm telling people you're a horrible dad because you're not when you're there you're you're a great dad but the fact is is that um you think that the work is more important but i i need you present and co-parenting with me three nights out of the week okay homework bath bedtime i think some nights i get I have a hard time um, getting the evening routine done because I feel like you're a dinner guest and not a part of our family. Okay. So that's me. That's being real. Okay. No, I, that, 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 that's that, what... That is number one on my list. Okay. Well, yep. okay. We'll, we'll need to get a <laughs> card so you can write that on there. <laughs> okay. So I... And, and, and I will attempt to put this and, and make that a... If that's your number one, then by golly, I want to communicate love to you in that way. Yeah, because I already feel like I'm screwing my kids up. <laughs> I need at least I need some help screwing them up. I just I, well, I I heard you talking about that in the full time mom podcast, you? and I said I'm doing my part. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but um, hey, McKenna, that, that, you that need to wait. My, you need to go. You need to wait, me. sweetheart. Um, that is my number one. Okay. Yep. All right. So we know you're number one, and I will make a commitment to you to to fit that in. this weekend would be like the perfect weekend to start. It's, we'll be away and around your family all weekend. Well, I mean, uh, the, it, I can't come home from work I know. when I'm away on the weekend but, but on vacation you know kind of I mean. thing. It, so. It's the perfect time to, to regroup and come back next week ready to yeah. make a fresh start. Actually, it's going to be a little bit more difficult it because gonna be difficult. I'm going to be I know. recovering from the time I took off and the things that came in behind. But... I want to communicate love to you. Thank you. I do love you, and I and this. If this is a practical way and that I is, can show you, then that's what really I want to important. do. This is really important because, um, I think people need to know that you are fantastic at speaking to me and loving me with words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But that falls on deaf ears sometimes because I feel so overwhelmed um, with with other things, you yeah. know? And, and so I, I, it's very important for me to be able to verbalize to you, you know, what my, what my most inf- for, you know, what my four most important things would be. I, re- what I'm really enjoying about what we read in this chapter and this, this whole idea, I feel like I can do four things. Mm-hmm. It, even if those four things are big and they're right. huge tasks. I know my number one is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, it, I, I know that it is. And but, if that means I can only add two more, you know, that that's okay. But um but I think that fixing this mm-hmm. because this isn't only speaking love to me, but it is it is um I think that early several years ago we were very good at a family identity. Mm-hmm. We had developed a family identity and we owned it. And I think that we've lost that. Yes. So, um, so why this is important for me to be able to understand and and accept and accept your speaking love to me. Um, I, I think that it's also going to speak volumes for our family identity and and how our children represent our family outside of our home. Absolutely, I agree. One thing. One thing. I just. I guess it's about time to wrap up uh-huh. here. Uh, but I do want to say one thing that I think you read at the very beginning of the chapter and the acts of service 
thing. Um, can you open that up? I, I know I told you I wouldn't make you read anything. You can turn the light on behind you if you'd like. If you want to, okay. if you want to reach back I, there, I think I'll be okay. But uh, in the very beginning, it said "acts of service is." Do you remember that that statement? It should be right up front, I think. Because um, let me tell you what I was thinking when I when I hear "acts of service," it's like, okay, here's the honey do list. Mm-hmm. You know, the endless honey do list that, that's going to haunt me forever. Do you see that in the in the book? Um, by acts of service, I mean doing things you know your spouse would like you to do. That part, that right there. Okay. See, just just read okay. that one right there. Just exactly what well, you just I, read. The, the next the next one goes goes with. I'm going to okay. both sentences here. By acts of service, I mean doing things you know your spouse would like you to do. You seek to please her or him. Um, you. It says her, so I'll read that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was reading this the first time, I thought that you would think I was saying her. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's the way it's written. Um, by acts of service, I mean doing things you know your spouse would like you to do. You seek to please her by serving her, to express your love to her by doing things for her. Okay. So And so here's the thing. And just read the first part of that again because now I need to hear it again. I mean, doing things you know your spouse would like you to do. Would like you things that your spouse would like you to do. Acts of service in my I when I thought acts of service, I'm thinking chores. Right. That number one, it's like oh gosh, she's gonna want me to do the dishes. She's gonna want me to clean the toilet. She's gonna want me to do this. She's gonna want me to. And and of course, I never would have dreamed that we could get by and 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 work on starting with three or four. I never even dreamed of that. It's like, oh my gosh, here it goes. And, and it's like, you know, it's like, I'm just not looking forward to this. But a couple things. Number one, something, it's, it, by this, I mean doing something that your spouse would like you to do for them. And here, I, I mean, when I, when I think of coming home from work at a, at a time where you can help out and, and be a part, it, that's not quote unquote a chore but it's something that you would like me to do. And so therefore, I mean, obviously, s- s- disengaging from my work is not going to be easy. But at the same time, it's not a quote unquote chore. Right. And it is something you would like me to do. And therefore, by me doing it is an act of service to you. And that's a completely different understanding of what I had when I started when thought of acts of service. Does that make sense? It does to me. Wow, because it's your it, you've known it as your love language all along. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. So anyway, that is now, this I don't have this 100 item grand to-do list for you. I just just a couple things you a couple, couple things, things that but, are important. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll I need the phone to not be answered during meals. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry people, I know your business is important, but my family time is more important. Gotcha. Well, we're going to talk. So, up, we'll we'll come up with our list. Yes, we will. And I think it would be a goal of ours mm-hmm. to bring our list to okay. the next episode of Family from the Heart, <laughs> which more than likely won't be Monday night. I I, I no, think be, because mon- we're going away. Yeah, we're we're it'll traveling home on Monday, so it'll probably be Tuesday. Yeah, it'll probably I'd be say Tuesday, Tuesday after um, you and DG get done with. Um, uh, about the With church. About the church would be a yeah. great time. Oh, by the way, that's a perfect time to announce that we have a brand new launched, relaunched podcast called About the Church. And you can just go to gspn.tv and look at the list of shows. Mm-hmm. We're working on a, I'm going to be working on a whole complete w- w- website design, redesign for the free site. But uh, right now, 
We want to say thank you to Mardell.com. Absolutely. M-A-R-D-E-L.com, where you can get this book for five ninety nine, mm-hmm. And if you put the code GSPN in the promo code section in the shopping cart, you get an additional 10% off your entire purchase of anything you buy there anytime during the time that they're sponsoring us, which is a total of at least six months. We are hearing from them that you guys are purchasing that items awesome. from Mardell. It really is. And you are using your GSPN code in the promo code section on the shopping cart. And guys, I want to, and gals, I want (laughs) to thank you from the bottom of my heart for going to Mar. This is a company that I believe in. The guy from Mardell.com who is responsible for getting this sponsorship for us. He is a gspn.tv community member. He is actually involved. He actually comes to about three, two to three live shows every week mm-hmm. and interacts in the chat room. So because, cool. And this was before he was a sponsor. Right. He listens to multiple shows of gspn.tv. He loves what we do here. And he raves about us to the company of mardell.com. And it's just amazing, folks. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for using Mardell.com. Absolutely. And uh, it it is so cool for me to see um, the sponsorship working for the company. Absolutely. I mean, it it is, it, that's. Obviously, that's what it's about. about. I I get that. But to see them getting a return so quickly, I think, has been um, rewarding for me. Absolutely. And, of course, I think And that's all because of you guys. It's about two or three weeks ago we got a voicemail of somebody who said they ordered something and they gave a praise about the response and how fast it came and all that stuff. I forwarded the ad over to them. And and then, of course, I got about three or four emails from listeners as well. And I forwarded all that over and they're like eating it up. It's like, this is so awesome. awesome. And so let me just ask you one. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not going to ask you. You do not, trust me, do not feel any obligation to call us and let us know if you're using Mardell.com and using our promo code. Just do it. Mm. But if you want to and you're just blown away and they just completely exceed your expectations and you want to tell us, just give us a call at area code 859-795-4067. We would love to be able to play that in our show just so people will know how awesome they are. I We purchased some stuff from Mardell. The packing the packaging of how they packaged the books was just phenomenal. I mean, it was like you're talking about excellence. So I know we're going on and on. We do it every week. But trust me, this is not be- it's worth it. It, it. It's not just because they're paying us and and it's yeah. a good portion or it's actually even a good percentage of our income on a monthly basis right now. I'm telling you, I'm excited about them. In right. fact, my contractual agreement with them is only to talk about them in Family from the Heart. But we talk about them in yeah, the full-time mom. About them and we, other- I talk about them in the My Crazy Life. And now we're talking about them in the About the Church podcast. They're not paying us a penny for that. And in, in essence, I could actually be finding other sponsors for those shows and not mentioning it. But you know but, you what? Know, it, I really do love them. Yeah, it's something that we believe in and that we will promote. Exactly. Well, the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, folks, we are done. Finished. What? Nothing. Did I pick the wrong song? I don't know. It works. Oh, heck. It works. It's no, not no, the no. same one we started with. Well, look, 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 what are you look, doing? Check this out. Is that better? That, that. <laughs> or, I'll tell you what. No, let's go out on this one. So, everybody, rock on. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Happy Memorial Day.
this is good going away for the weekend kind of music Th- right this here. This is. I- I'm excited for this weekend because, you know, um, I know we have listeners that aren't in the States, and I'm going to say this really quick, but for those of us in the United States, Memorial Weekend marks the first weekend of the summer. Sweet. Even though it's not officially summer, this, this is how we mark summer. So Awesome. Have a cool. good one, guys.